Shalom Vracha, welcome everyone. Bez Hashem continues. Simon Kufnun Beis Siv Katan Hei Shin three hundred forty-five. Simon Kufnun Beis Siv Katan Hei Shloi Lister Shum Basic Neses the halachas of not destroying the shul until you first build another shul. So let's begin from the beginning of the Mechaber. We're up to Siv Katan Hei. Ain Seisrin Basic Neses. They live noise Basic Neses Acher. Do not destroy one shul in order to build the next one. Shem Yera Lehemoynis. Because you might have something out of your control that will happen, and you will not be able to build the second one. And then you'll be left without any shul at all. Says the Mishra, You are stuck without any shul. Even if you have a place to daven somewhere else, it's still forbidden to do so. And in the situation where you do have a base like Knesset's Kavur Beir, base Knesset's where it's a place to daven in the city. She echelim lispal Hashem kulam, and everyone can daven there. So the Taz is mad. The Taz says you can knock down the first one, even though you didn't build the second one, because you do have another place to daven. However, the Magen Avraham Oisibachalgavni, the Magen Avraham still says it's forbidden to knock down that shul unless you build that other one. And and we have to take all the circumstances into account because sometimes the location where you're going to build the, the 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 new shul is on the grounds of the old shul. So it's only possible to build the second one if you first knock down the old one. And then you'll have to make other arrangements to daven somewhere else first. Elo says, First you build the second one. And then you build the, then you destroy the old one. Explains the Mishra Sifkat involved. Bainim ha'achert chilo. Hayno shegleim nima yisakula. You finish the whole entire second shul, then you can knock down the first one. Rav shelo yispalu adayin ba. And even though they didn't daven in it yet, mutulista yishana, you're still permitted to knock down the old one. The sulek la mechash dilma itzamel hu shum dvar mitzvah yizadnu abeisak neses. As we'll see in Simukufnun Gimel Sefiyot Gimel, because once you build a second shul, we're not concerned that the money that was allocated for the second shul might be used for pidin shvuyin to redeem a yid who's who's held in captivity or any other mitzvah. Because once you build it, it's built. You don't have to sell the shul to go do pidin shvuyin or a different mitzvah. That you don't have, that you don't do. But if you have money that's available, that's accessible because you collected the funds for the new shul. And then there's another need, another myth that comes up. So it could be what you're going to have to do is use that money for the, that you collected for the shul for a different mitzvah. That's what we're saying. Don't build the second one until you don't don't knock down the first until you build the second one. And even if you didn't um, daven in it yet, you can still knock down the first one. Um, someone told me last night that the building we're in now. Which was, is, I think, so it says 2002 on the, on the stone downstairs. Yeah, not too old, not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. So someone told me that there was a time period when they were actually davening because this shul is is on the grounds where the house was where they used to daven. It's before my time here, right? But but so they were renting space diagonally across the street from Akiba at the time. Fine, but Rabbi Levine over Shalom. He's, uh, I was told he made sure to have a minion going on here on Shabbos, at least. On the grounds as well, like like in, in a trailer or something, whatever's going on. So you still have the Mokham itself 
has a minion, similar to like what we're talking about over here. So this is an interesting uh, for those for those uh, listening don't know who I'm referring to. This is Rai Levine was was uh, the tzaddik of our times grandson. Okay, Rai Levine's grandson was the Rav of the Shul, the Rav Levine. I was just nifter uh, this past year here in Balakinwood. Okay, Sivkot in Zion. The Mechavir says, First you build the second shul. Even if the shul was a shul in the cities. That people of the city cannot sell the shul in, under any circumstances. Why not? Why can't they sell the shul? Because the understanding is they built the shul for everyone to use in the city. Maybe there's a yid in the world, maybe at the other end of the city, or he says here, the in the world, who's not happy with this selling of the shul. So therefore you can't sell it. Here it's permissible to sell it. Because in this case, we're saying everybody would be agreement in agreement to knock down this building because they built a new one, a better shul. That's why it's not a concern to have that that uh, second shul knocked down. The Ramah says, list turn the page now. Is not not only is it in a situation where you're going to be knocking down a building, a structure. He says even if it's just a partition, one section of the wall, that's also a um, that's also a problem. That's also uh, that's also uh, something to be concerned about. That you should not um, knock down that uh, that mechitza. That mechitza here meaning like that partition of the wall. Um, until you have other, another place in the shul, says the Mishnah Rura, Sifkad Neches, Shein Soisen HaMechitza, don't knock down that Mechitza, Ela Boyne HaChadosh Betzad HaYoshon, you build the new one near the old one, Ve'achakach Soisen HaYoshon, then you make, take down the old, the old one. Which you see many times, I remember when I, when I was uh, in, I think, 10th grade, so there's, they, were, they were adding a whole new section, a whole new wing to the building, when I was in 10th grade in, in Yeshiva. And there was a kufa where, where they made actually that uh, that connection between the old and the new, you know. And then uh, it was the winter time, and of course, cold air is coming in because <laughs> there's sometimes the doors the the wasn't 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 solidified yet, right? So that's what he says here. First, make sure you have the new one, then take down the old one. Now, once again, under certain circumstances, it's not always possible. Everything we've spoken until now is only when the Rishon is Chazak. The Rishon is Chazak means that that it's a strong foundation and the like. But if you see that the foundation is cracking and and the walls are are falling down, you're knocking down right away. And then you work day and night to build the new shul. Because you don't want the time to pass. And before you know it, nothing happened. And you have a destroyed shul without another shul. 
So what we're saying here is that this whole halacha of building the new one before the second one is only if it's a solid foundation and you can keep it around. But if you see so it's crumbling, and sometimes it happens, that, that it, needs, it needs to be knocked down, then you do that right away. Siv Kotten Tess, three lines down in the Mishnah Ruv, He says, so too, if the government says you are not permitted to daven in that shul anymore, and there's nothing else to do, so you have to uh, daven somewhere else. And in fact, the Mishnah brings now a, a mice with a taz. There was a story that happened that there were Yidin living outside of a city wall, city neighborhood. The wall was on one side. They were outside the wall. And then it happened that everybody had to come live inside the wall, within the wall um, section. Now the shul is left by itself outside of the city. Now we all know these things happen. It's, it's a, what's called a neighborhood changed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Similar, similar situation to that. So he says, Says the task. What happened was, I permitted them to build the new one he says, I permitted them to to uh, list or to old, knock down the old one and and build the new one. In fact, they use stones and take take afterwards um, the avonim from the yeshana to use that to build a shul within the city, within the wall. So that's uh, just the mice that happens. I don't know if it was uh, because of the machus was a it was geyser in the times of the taz. Or if you call like the we'll say in our generation where the neighbor changes, but be as it may, that was a scenario where it's permissible to knock down the old one and then build the new one. Also, the 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 Rama says a different point over here. It's not connected back to the last thing we just said. It's actually going back to the previous part of the halacha. The Rama says also to take stones. From the basic Nessas, Hayishon of the old shul, to build the new one. What does that mean? You say, why can't I take stones from the old one to build a new one? Of course, you, you think you should do that. Isn't that what the Taz just said? So, also, let, let's explain. Let's explain, right? Very good. Isn't that what the Taz just said? So he says, This, first of all, explains the Mishnah Rura, is a different topic. It's not going on the last thing that the Mechaber said. Mm-hmm. That if the foundation was crumbling, then of course you knock it down, build a new one. Of course, then you'd be permitted to d- demolish it and build a new one. It's going to the beginning of the Sif. The basic Nessus, the old one, is complete. It's, it's, it's strong. The Kamairi, we're talking about a case, you already started building the shul. In a, in a different location, okay. And you're lacking stones to finish the building process. And what you want to do is you want to knock down the old one in a way that you can use those stones for the new one. So to that, the even though you're only knocking down. One, the old structure to build a new one. We're concerned 
in this case, that's uh, that's why it's a little different than the case of the Taz, that you might have an Oynes, and you won't finish it. Therefore, it says the Ramah, it's also to to knock down to uh, knock down the, the, the shul and use those stones for the new shul because we're concerned that you you will have some other type of anus come up beyond your control and you won't finish it and you're left without a shul. The case of the Taz was was more of a situation where my understanding is that they were not able to daven outside of this of the wall anymore. Right? It seems like, like picture a walled city now. They have, to, they have to live inside the wall, maybe for protection or whatever, whatever it was. And therefore, that shul was over and bottle, done. Yeah, neighbor changed. It's absolutely not being used anymore. In that case, the Taz is lenient that you can start building the new shul and take the bricks from the old shul. But um, the concern here, the Ramah is saying that to take the stones from the old shul and to knock them down when you don't have a, a new shul built, that's what he's concerned about, that something will happen to the new shul and won't be finished. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, each case, we have to take, you can't just learn the black and white words of the Mechaber, Ramah, Mishbur over here and say, okay, so then, you know, uh, we, we won't take from the old shul. You have to take each case separately and, and understand it, and the Rav has to ask him what to do. Conclusion over here, the Ramah says, You cannot destroy anything of the shul unless your destruction is with intention of building. It's just like you have on Hichol Shabbos. By Hichol Shabbos, what's also on Shabbos is, is to destroy with intention to build. So here we're saying only destroy with intention to build during the week now. Right? Because that's not called destruction now. Explains the Mishnah that have a kinoitzeitz even min haheichel Why? Because it's like you're destroying a wall from the heichel of Hashem, which is forbidden to do so. Mishum shneimar es mizbechayisum titoitzun leisasun kein laHashem lekeichem. Their places of worship you should destroy, knock them down. They're 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 uh, places of worship for foreign gods, right? Mizbechayis. They're altars. Loisasen came, but don't do that to Hashem your God. So therefore, if you're knocking down the stone and you're not using it for a building purpose, or not just a stone, or any any benefit of knocking something down, if you're not doing it for a building purpose, that's called destroying, like Hashem says, to destroy their their foreign god uh, service, their mizbechais, and we're doing that to our places. You're not allowed to do that. Now, and the base Medish also alike are called the Mikdash Ma'at. Therefore, you can't destroy unless your destruction is for building. It's only to destroy and break the clay kodesh, the kalim of the of the shul or the base Medish. Or to uproot something which is uh, detached, which is connected. It's supposed to take out um, the the benches and the, and, the, and the chairs and those things, stuff like that, that you'd be permitted to do and take them out from one shul and put them, in, of course, into a different shul. Even though it's not covered for the basic nessus, the old one to see that's empty like this, but that's not included in the Isser 
um, of of destruction. The ains and the when you knock it down to build, it's not called a destruction, but rather it's called a binyan. Now he's saying a case here when those people who they take a daf b'kaisel sounds like what they're doing is they're taking a board and they're they're like sticking and making a, a hole in the wall and then you're putting a daf like a like a stender that's what it sounds like to me I'm not sure exactly what the case is here v'aisin guma v'aisin guma Rabbi Mechreinim, Mekilum, Ezemeni Mechreinim are linked with this Doleik and Taz, not like the Taz. So, in other words, the hole you're making, you, right, you chisel away a hole in the shul. Don't try this, by the way. Okay? You chisel away a hole in the shul, especially you. You're right by the wall. Okay? And and you figure, you know what? You, you, you're going to take a piece of wood and you put it there. And now you have like a stender, when it's a taller stender when you stand up. Right? So he says, so he says that's a. Uh, because once again, it's not it, you're not destroying the shul. That's the, a usage of the shul. That's how, that's how you're using it properly for the purpose of the davening. Okay, that was Simon. The Taz over there doesn't like that, but that was Simon Kuf Nun Beis. Now we continue right along to Simon Kuf Nun Gimel. Mechavi tells us in Kufnun Gimel, Dine Binyan Beis Haknesis, the halachas of building a shul. We have Chov Beis Ha'ifim, says the Mechavi, Mutalasa is the Beis Haknesis, Beis Ha'medrish. You are permitted to make from a shul into a Beis Ha'medrish. Avloi Beis Ha'medrish, Beis Haknesis, but you're not permitted to take from a Beis Ha'medrish into a Beis Haknesis. Okay, so let's understand what's going on here. This, the beginning of these halachas will be telling us the hierarchy. Right? There's always, there's always in, in life, look at the chinuch, the sefer chinuch in the hakdama. I mentioned this recently, a different share, a very important hakdama of, of, of Yiddishkeit, of Hashkafa, to understand. It's a beautiful explanation that the sefer chinuch has of, of there are always things in life which are important and more important. Right? You have Yisraelim. You have Levium, but you have Kohanim. You have other lands in the world, but you have Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, you have Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim, you have the Makkah Mikdash. In the Makkah Mikdash, you have the Kodesh Kedoshim. Right? So, the same thing applies to, and this is based on the, the Gemara in Saif Megillah, at the end of the Sechus Megillah. Same thing applies to items of the Shul. The Shul is important. Basic Ness is important. It's a Mikdash Ma'at. But you know what's better than Beis Knesses? Beis Medrash. Beis Medrash is more important. Tamatar Knegel Kulam. It's a greater mitzvah even. If you have an opportunity to daven in the Beis Medrash or in the Beis Knesses, meaning the Beis Medrash with a minion or Beis Knesses, Stam, Beis Medrash is better. A place where you learn and daven is better, as opposed to just where you daven. That's better. You know, it's more Kedusha. So here we're saying that you let him make from the Beis Knesses into Beis Medrash. Says the Mishru Makam Hamiyukhla Taira. It's a place which is designated for Taira. Uktushasa Gidaila Yaisa. And the Kedusha, the holiness is greater. Uktushasa, the holiness is greater. But if you don't daven there, it's not your Derek to daven there. Nonetheless, it's still better to daven there. Listen to the Shaila. The, the, the beauty of what we're about to say here is the Shaila. Imutur, 
Lashes me basic nesses base hamedrash leyochid be basei. The shaila is like this: Can you take a basic nesses, a shul, and turn that shul into a private study for an individual? Why is that question so important? The halachas know. They say not like this. You can't do it. Okay. He says, El Yerabba Mitzadi Lahachim Bazev, Echein Mashma, Bemiri, Shom, Bemigila. The El Yerabba says, No, also the Meiri of the Rishonim. Where do people go Davin? I mean, what are we let, saying? Let, let, let's, let's say, let's say uh, they Davin somewhere else. Davin somewhere else. But they have somewhere else to go They have somewhere else to go Davin. But apparently the case is, the Shiloh was asked, Can you turn a base Akneses with a Davin, with a minion, into a private. private study, like in my house, I have a study, right? Right? Now, we just said the answer is no. It's not, but you can appreciate the kedusha of the base medrash just to give a little inkling of of how great it is when the shaila is even asked. You hear what I'm saying? Sure. Right? That that the kedusha base medrash, what you learn on a regular basis, is so great that. Maybe you can even maybe is a shaila, you right? Sometimes it, it, it enters as what's called a shaila. Appreciate the question of it. You see that, sure, right? It, it just gives us a little understanding of the kedushas basic nessus. When you do have a, a, a excuse me, a base medrash, when you do actually have a base medrash, and you dive in there. Well, does it apply to a base? Sivkot in base. Where he, the Mechaber told us, but you could take from base medrash, but you cannot go from base medrash to base knesses. Why? Shemaynu mekodesh vein meridin. You hear this? You you you're allowed to go up in kedusha, but you can't go down in kedusha. Now this Indian of 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 not going down, the the they bring over here the beralach and sima mem base. The dirsh no bring is very important. The primagodim learns that it's an isa Torah. In other words, Maidlim Mekoyish Vemeridin is a Dindaraisa. Dindaraisa. Maidlim Mekoyish Vemeridin. The Mishkanus Yaakov, the Jewish Mishkanus Yaakov, in Arachayim Simnonei, he brings Raya for the Primagodim from the Yushami. That it's a Dindaraisa. Maidlim Mekoyish Vemeridin. Okay. Now it's Sif Aleph. Sif Beis. Mechaber says, yes, question, question. Okay, so Siv Beis over here is going to tell us the different hierarchy of, of what is a higher level and what is a lower level to the point where one is permitted to sell something um, and then do what with its money, okay? So you could only use that money for purchasing something which is of a higher level. And not only that, we're going to see, but if there's leftover money, let's say you spend uh, um, $50,000 on... on, on uh, certain item, and then its level of Kedusha is, you already purchased it, the item, let's say, for 45000 So, in other words, at the higher level. Now you have $5,000 left over. Can you use that 5000 for a lower level? We're going to say, no, you can't. You, you, let's say you put it aside until you, you need it. It's designated. It's, it's only could go up. Says Mechaber. The people of the city that sold, sold the shul, you permitted to purchase with that money a teva. What's a teva? So when we say heichel over here, we are referring to the the Arun Kaidish. Okay, so the people of the city sold the shul, 
the money that they sold the shul, you're allowed to use that money to buy an Aron Kaidish. A luach, or the luach, the board, we call it bima. Okay? Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Ready for this? What has more Kedusha? The Aron Kaidish or the bima? Question again. Aron Kaidish or the bima? You think think the other right, so now, now, now you're answering like I do on Shabbos table with my children on the supper table. When I ask Abba, so since you say this, it's probably that, right? <laughs> uh, so the bima, well, what do you do with the arm? What is it? What is the sefer doing in the arm kodesh? It's, it's, it's wrapped. It's not being used. What's the what's the sefer do, do on the bima? It's being used. So the bima actually has more kedusha. Wow. See that? Sure. The bima has more kedusha than Aaron Kaidish. Now, I'm not talking about what what uh, the fundraisers do when they sell, when they sell uh, like the rights to the name on the Aaron Kaidish, that it's seen on a, by more people, and it might be more glorious and and beautiful than than the bima. But mm-hmm. look look what we're saying now, machru teva. If you sell the teva, what would you say the teva was the Aaron Kaidish? shall save a you can take the covering for what? For the Sefer Torah. Machu mitpachas loichin bidameh If you sell the mitpachas, the covering for the Sefer Torah, you could do what now? You could take the money and buy svarim with it. Each chumish, bracious, was written by itself, shmais by itself, etc. V'chein nevim and ksuvim. So to buy nevim and ksuvim. If you sell this svarim, you go higher in level, you buy a sevetayra. Also, but you cannot go down in level of kedusha. Like we said before, if you have five thousand dollars left over from the purchase of, a, of an item, uh, you cannot use it for just uh, the something smaller. Okay, says the Mishra Sif Katin Gimel, Shemach Beisak Neses, around five lines down the Mishra, you sold the Shul, Vafilo Chatchila, Nami Motelim Karke, they look nice, Ilu Elukedusha. You are even permitted, ideally, to go ahead and sell a lower level item of Kedusha in order to purchase a higher level of Kedusha. So this that sounds like a Bidiyev that you did sell, Hainu, Mishra Sefer, because of the Sefer, Lahoridu Mikdusha, because to go down the Kedusha, Afilo Kvar Machu is also, even if you already sold it, it's also. Fine. Um, if to go up in Kedush, you're allowed to sell basic Nessus, Keshainloi, basic Nessus If, to go, if, if uh, you're allowed to go up in Kedusha, the Eloi Kedush, Mutalimkor, you're allowed to sell basic Nessus, a shul, Keshainloi, basic Nessus, a Kheris, when you don't have another shul. Sif Kotinda, Yuchelon Likach, you can take with that money. Every step of the process, the shul is a lower level than the Aron Kodesh. The Aron Kodesh, and then you have the Mitpaches. Uh, we'll see soon the, the daf that you lay on the board, which means the bima is a higher level. So he says here, Kol Chumash Levadei, B'yemeim Hayu, did we see Sivkat and Dalad? Yechayilam Nikach, yeah. Shekol Zeh, Kocha Shepai, Uhalal, Kedusha, higher level Kedusha. Hey, in those days, they used to write Sifrei Torah, Chumashin rather, like Sifrei Torah. So you had a Sefer Bracious that you learn from. And they wrote in a scroll format. So you want to go learn you know, Sefer Bracious? Take out your Bracious from the shelf. Right? That wasn't a Sefer Torah. 
That was a safer. Okay. So even the the Nevim and Ksuvim have a higher level than the Mitpachas, the covering for the Sevetayra. You can sell Mitpachas, the covering, and purchase Nevim and Ksuvim. It's not 100% equal the Nevim and Ksuvim to the Chumashim. Because the, the Kedusha of the Chumashim that are made in the scroll are more important than the vim and ksuvim. You can't take the value of the chumash and, and use that for the vim ksuvim. They are the Nevi'im and Ksuvim are like the same status. So a Navi and a Ksuvim are like the same status. But you cannot go down in, in status. You can't go from a Sefer Torah to Chumashim. So you can't go down in a spiral. You always have to go You cannot go down. Let's just see uh, Gimel. We'll stop with Gimel. Where he says here, Sefer Torah and Nimsa B'Tai is Dino Kuchumashim. Ayel El Simin Kufmem Gimel. So a Sefer Torah that we found a mistake in it, so it has now the halacha status of that of a Chumash. Says the Mishra Sefkat in Ches, Since you uh, don't read from it, even though you can fix it. And so Shem will pick up next time from Sif Dalit.